in shock. The nerve, the audacity. And welcome back, folks, to another episode of The Audacity Podcast. You know who I am. I'm Luke. We got Marvin with me, as always, and Josh with me, as always. Today, we got a special guest here, um, a friend of ours from the Curry days, Curry College days, uh, my boy JB, Jerry Brook. How are we doing today? I'm doing all right, Luke. Just another day in the life living here in uh, the desert in West Texas. How's everything going for you? Everything's going, everything's going good, man. You see what we're doing now? Got this podcast going on, man. And, you know, just living, living life, working. Same same thing, different day. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. No, of course. So um, just, give the, just give the people about yourself. Um, tell them what you do now. And then just give a little background about how, how you got to the position that you are now. Got you, Luke. So right now I'm a reporter and anchor for CBS here in Odessa, Texas. So I'm covering a lot within the Permian Basin, mostly within West Texas and also in uh, Eastern New Mexico. And how I got there, how I got here is because I started out in Curry. I'm sure you remember when I was a junior and you were a senior back at Curry, I was doing sideline reporting for the, for the hockey team that uh, during the 2018 to 2019 school year. And then 2019 I attended in the summer of 2019 I met a lot of more people within the journalist within the journalism field that is in then in 2019 2020 I got I was getting recruited uh, to MLB Network and then I graduated from Curry in 2020 and I was doing sideline reporting still for the hockey team doing sideline reporting for the for the lacrosse team so then I graduated, went to MLB Network, and while doing MLB Network, I chose to go back to school again, and, and I went for a master's degree at Hofstra University. So I was going to night school, and then I was working early in the mornings from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I would go from New York to New Jersey, then go from New Jersey back out to Long Island, and then go to classes. And while doing that, I was working on my reel, and Worked within radio. I worked with the Long Island Nets. Spent some time with uh, the National Lacrosse League. Spent spent a lot of time with a uh, with college lacrosse as well too. And um, you know, just kept on working on the reels and got a lot more experience. And then I was applying to jobs. And then I came across with Gray TV. And then I got myself an opportunity in my second year at Hofstra. And I and then I graduated. And then I moved right down here to. To Odessa, Texas. So now I'm covering Friday Night Lights, uh, the Permian Panthers, that is, Midland Legacy Rebels, the Odessa High Broncos, the Midland High uh, Bulldogs, and several other teams within the Permian Basin. And just keep on, I'm just going and, you know, just trying hard like you every single day. Of course, yeah, that sounds amazing, man. It sounds like you're, you know, you really, um, you really put your foot down. You started grinding um, back from Curry, you put your foot down, started grinding got your opportunities and, and um, made the most out of it. So, hey man, that, that's that's dope to hear. That's great to hear. And I'm but, glad but, but, for you. But Luke, one thing I do want to say is that uh, what I do applaud about you, about what you all are doing with this podcast, is that not just uh, finding opportunities, but also making opportunities for yourself. That's, a, that's something that people don't necessarily talk about because back when I was at Curry, no one, it wasn't like, there was a flyer that was going around that said, oh, we need like a sideline report for the hockey team. I created that opportunity for myself. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what you guys did with this podcast. So you guys are creating your own opportunities to make yourselves, you know, be out there and talk about sports and talk about what you love to do. So I applaud you all about uh, for that. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that, man. I'm sure the fellas appreciate that too, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. No problem. Right. And let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Um, I just want to say Happy New Year first off to everybody who's listening. Um, when it came down to this video, we've um, this podcast, I should say, this episode, we had some technical difficulties and half of it actually did get cut off. Um, we went into the middle of talking about the top 10 greatest shooters and we cut into the Kyrie Irving section with JB talking. Um, just wanted to give you guys a heads up so you guys weren't confused on what's going on. Um, thank you for everybody for being consistent listeners and all the fans for continuing to give us advice and being here left and right for us. Um, enjoy the podcast and Luke's going to wrap it up a bit. Yeah, thank you guys so much again. Apologize for the technical difficulties there. So um, like Marvin said, we're talking about um, the top 10 greatest shooters of all time. Um, let's start with the Damian Lillard conversation. Um, and obviously the degree of difficulties of how Dame, Steph, Clay, they've been making their shots. All of that was thrown into there about our top 10. And also, like Marvin said, um, Kyrie Irving made some difficult shots as well. And he was going to his argument regarding that. But, um, but yeah, like Mars said, Happy New Year, everybody. Hope everybody had a good Christmas, um, good holiday season, and uh, God bless y'all. Thank you. Yeah, peace. When it comes to Kyrie Irving, we all know that Kyrie Irving has a, has a lot in his bag of tricks, whether it's driving to the rim, crossovers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I bring his name up because, I mean, he's also a pretty good clutch shooter too. He could drain the three ball. We all saw what he did. 2016, Game 7 of the NBA Finals. And not to mention, I know you all are Celtics fans, but I'm going to bring this one up. Game 1, he was turning up against the Celtics, too, this past, in, in the 2022 playoffs in the first round as well, too. Draining long threes. So I think that Kyrie Irving could be in the conversation for maybe not for actually for one of the top shooters that the league has ever seen, too. I put Kyrie up in, in the equation as well. But Damian Lillard... He has more clutch shots. And also going off of, off of what Marvin said, Clay Thompson needs to, to, to be considered in this as well. So, okay. you know. Would you put Kyrie top 10? Can we top actually, 10, can we shooters, make a top, top 10, 10 real shooters. quick? Can we make a top 10 real quick as a group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do that? Yeah. Uh, Steph? Okay, so so are you asking me for my personal top 10 shooters? Well, well I'll go through some names and let's, say if you, let's see if you put them in there. Steph? Yes. Reggie? Yes. Play. I think we could all agree there, right? Larry Bird, five. I'm writing this down, too. How are we feeling about Dirk Nowitzki? Oh. Honestly, I I think he got Just because I can't think of everybody right now, I'll put him in top ten. Let's finish finish off. Drazen Petrovic. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Did Uh, you say Ray Allen? Yeah, I said Ray Allen. Oh, yeah, Dra- Drazen is nice, though. But I wouldn't have Drazen. Drazen is Pedro Stoyakovich. Pedro Stoyakovich. Pedro, I would have Pedro in there, for sure. Steve Nash. You going to put Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, and not Steve Nash? We're at eight. We're, we are at eight right now. I, I, I'm I, I'm going to put Nash with, like, a maybe. Like, like, he's probably in there, though. Like, a solid maybe. Like, he could be, like, top 12. But he's definitely like close. Like right right. Zerbiak. You get no. he's not even oh, fucking get that get no. that nigga out of here. No. Ooh, Zerbiak or Durant? 
No, get 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 Zerbiak, bro. Like, <laughs> like get him out of there. Top fifty. Uh, oh, while we at it, Steve Kerr. Ooh, yeah, you could, three point percentage guy. He, he's arguably top ten for sure. Tim and, and what, well, well, let me bring this one up. And like, not trying to go off on this. Didn't Seth Curry at one point in in his career? I think it's 2019 when he played Steph in a fine uh, in a Western Conference Finals. He had he had a better three point percentage that season over over Steph. He did. I mean, he, he did because he, he no no he did no I remember I remember that I remember yeah that. yeah I'm not putting him that on the list though okay but maybe but maybe but, but let's not add him into the list as of yet nah, yeah, nah, I, nah, I, nah I, I think I think I think we have a good list so far Kyle Corver right ten Kyle Corver is for sure my top ten. Yeah, yeah. No, Kyle Corver in the list that I see, he's considered number six all time. Jason Terry. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting Jason Terry in and not putting Steve Nash in. Like, (laughs) oh no, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not putting Terry in. Kenny Smith. No, but we we, honestly speaking. Oh, Dennis. Dennis Scott. We we got we got to bring up Harden and Durant. I gotta I gotta have Harden in there. You have to add you have to add them. I need Harden in the top ten. He's not so, so I mean, like, taking, so Marvin, who are you taking out? I'm gonna take out. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Who, so who we got, we got, like got right here. We got it right here. We got. I'm not, I'm not putting guys in this who aren't shooting 39 percent or better consistently from three. Right? But you have to put degree of difficulty into it too. You know what That's I mean? That's what I said about Dame, and y'all were like, eh. no, but but you but have I Dame would, in your top ten. Dame top ten. I would have Dame and James Harden top ten. You feel me? Like I'm talking about like a combination of both. I need a combination of consistency. It's one degree of difficulty like thing. 38, 39%. James Harden shooting like 34, 35. Like that's not no, but but James Harden is like his volume is crazy, but man, like, isn't he like top five all time and threes made? Yeah. Like he's just shooting so many. Not facts, but like but if he's making so shooting, many too, he's, making, he's, he's making crazy, yo, he's making so many bro. and he's still bro. got like a solid five years left. If you're you shooting if you're shooting that, if you're shooting more threes than you are twos, and you're averaging thirty six a game, yeah, you're gonna hit a lot. That doesn't mean you're a great shooter necessarily. It means you're a pretty good, good shooter, and you're taking a lot of shots. No, nah, no, nah, but but fair to say he's a great shooter. You know what I mean? Like he's not a great shooter to me. He's not. Oh great. really? No. Oh, he's that's a, a bold he's a great claim. scorer. Same thing with Kobe. Kobe's not a great shooter. Nah, but he's a better shooter than Kobe. Three point, you feel me? I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. Three point wise, I don't know. Like just like just off shooting threes, three pointers, just three pointers. Period. I'm not talking about like shooting. Just just three pointers. I still don't know if I agree with that. Like they're very. One just happens to shoot a ton more because he plays for D'Antoni. Like (laughs) it's like Mike D'Antoni. I mean, like. Also, don't forget, also, like, when you're saying averaging 36 a game, don't forget about how much Harden was getting to the free throw line back in those days when he was in Houston. He's a no, great free throw shooter. Yep. He'll knock him down, free though. Free that's a factor, too. We got yeah, is that something we should shooting. factor in? Free throw shooting? Everything. Yeah. We're <laughs> shooting. It's, shooting. It's, it is a form of shooting. <laughs> Everything. You know what I mean? I, so, all right. So, my my guys who are definitely in, Steph Clay Ray, Steph Clay Ray, Reggie, for sure. Larry yeah. Bird, for sure. Yeah. Kyle for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's seven. What's that? Six guys. The other four, I don't really know where we go from here. 
That's that's yeah. It's, it's, it, it, we we're definitely doing another episode of Instagram with making a solid list that because it's difficult to go to just go off the top right now. Stoyakovic, Stoyakovic, Allen. A lot of these guys Steph- are missing like volume though. Like no, that, that's what Steve Nash is missing volume. Like literally, that's it. Like Kyle Korver shot a ton, he made a ton, he took a ton. And he made like he's shooting 40% for his career, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's why it's like, how do I keep a guy like that off? Pedro Soriaka played how many seasons? Nine. Eh. Nine? Only really, nine. Know, but he definitely more than nine. Pedro Soriaka after like 08. Yeah, like, I mean, like nine solid years. And then where do you go after that? Go ahead, Jair. I, I well, uh, where I'm going to have to go with this is with all the names that we put down, um, I would definitely throw uh, Kyle Korver in there. But my thing with Dane compared to some of the other options that we have listed, like let's say someone named, someone named Kenny the Jet Smith and uh, Dennis Scott, I understand like, you know, numbers shooting wise, uh, all that. But at the same time though, the thing about Dame is is that he was he is the the number one option for Portland compared and I mean like compared to to Dennis Scott and also I like the way yeah and plus the way of how teams are gonna have to guard Dame compared to how they're gonna guard Dennis Scott or or Kenny the Smith when they had Shaq or Penny and Hakeem Olajuwon like on like on those teams too so I mean I would give Dame the benefit of the doubt over some people on the list so for me. He would definitely crack the top 10, but I don't know if he's number two right behind Steph. I think I, mm. I think he's yeah, that's, that's why I that's why I'm saying, like, you know, you guys are up in Boston, so I have to I have to bring in Ray Allen. I mean, well, Ray Allen and of course Larry Bird as well, too. Because Larry Bird did it as as the number one option for the Celtics, too. He's definitely Larry up there. Bird, the first 50, 40, 90 guys. We're talking about mm-hmm. I think we got to think about guys who are doing that. Yeah, 50, yeah, 50-40-90 is important for sure. That's why, that's why twice, Steve Nash to me is for sure top 10. Regularly 50-40-90. In the midst yeah. of de- in the, coming out of the dead ball era where guys were just not shooting a high percentage, Steve Nash consistently 50-40-90 to go along with 11 assists. Like, back-to-back MVP. His resume speaks for itself, but talking about shooting the rock, there's no way I keep him off a list. Yeah, I feel you. I feel no, I get what you're saying. So, um, Steph, Steph's doing 50, 40, 90 this year, wasn't he? This is going to be his second time doing it if the, the season finishes. Think about that. Steph Curry hasn't done that that many times. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense, though. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But what was I about to say? I, I definitely, like, I got to mention this guy. Like he, He's definitely not a definite top 10 person, but some lists consider him top 10, but I def would um, consider J.J. Redick in the conversation for this for sure. Like, I would definitely say he's an all-time shooter. Definitely role player, role player, but that man was just pure. As pure he's, as you could possibly be. He, he's probably right outside the top 10 for me. Yeah. I think if he played today, it'd be a different story. I don't think he, like, got the volume he probably should have. Fact. I, like, he, totally he, just blanked out. What would you say, Marvin? J.J. Redick. It, but oh, yeah. but also, don't forget, he didn't retire too long ago. So yeah, like two years ago, last, um, three two or three years ago. Yeah. So I think that we could, we, I think we could still put him in a like with the modern day NBA. Like he's oh, like, I got an underrated guy. Who? Paul Pierce. 
I said Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce. I said Paul Pierce. Pierce. I, I didn't hear what Pierce, but I'll give you credit. Yo, yo, Paul Pierce is a super underrated shooter. Don't even get me started. You like, <laughs> might take that 10 spot for me. I don't know. I will that, admit, that, I'm a bit biased. But... I said I, I said Paul Pierce, and then um, I think Joshua was saying something because I wanted to bring up three-point shooting contest winner, Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Three-point shooting don't contest forget. winner, Jason Capono. He got to be top 10 off Rick. <laughs> yo, yo. You ever, you ever heard the name of Pono in so long? Bro, that, that man was better at the three-point contest than actually shooting threes in, like, real games, bro. Jason Capone, what a throwback, bro. Oh, my God. Hold, hold up. I got a good I got a good one for you because, also, I'm a Knicks fan. Steve Novak. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I remember that guy. Yo, two, yo well, I forget which 2K it was, but he was 2K unbelievable. 13. 2K13. Yeah. Yeah. He was, gonna go. he was, he was, he was unbelievable in that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back serious. All he yeah. could do is shoot threes. Jared Smith, Melo, and Novak on a 2K team? Like, come on. I remember that 2012-2013 Knicks team when we had no back there, Chris Copeland, the who won Rookie of the Month. Who, who else? No, anybody was saying you guys beat the Celtics? We had like, what, a tw- 26-point lead in Game 6 in Boston? And then, I can't believe that happened. And then Paul Pierce's last game as a Celtic, too. But, yeah, Steve Novak, back uh, back when I was in high school, he was a, he was a solid three-point He was a solid three point shooter. But More than solid. Uh, and also two names that uh, – that, no, that I don't think anyone brought up. What about Chris Mullen and Jerry West? Ooh, Chris Mullen and Jerry West. I for, I did, I unfortunately haven't seen much Jerry West footage, but yeah, I'm yeah, not I haven't seen any Chris Jerry West Mullen footage. If I'm being honest, sure. my damn self. Nah, I, I I've seen a good amount of Jerry West footage. Some is good, some is old school. To be nice, <laughs> Chris Mullen is for sure. He's like the original like big man shooter outside, outside of Larry Bird, like. They were like the dudes coming in, yeah, like, yo, I shoot threes, I shoot mid-range pull-ups off screens, and that's really it. I'm going to give you 25 doing it. Some people would say that Jerry West should be in the equation, but at the same time, I don't think Jerry West didn't play in the era when uh, the three-point arc was even around. So that's also kind of tough to to judge on him. But Chris Mullen is definitely up there. playing against plumbers. Well, he was a plumber. I <laughs> make it more or less impressive. I don't know. <laughs> so, That's not funny. No, but that was great. That was great right there. But but Luke, yo, and, and Luke, Marvin, and Josh. Let's go off of personal top ten shooters ever from from our own per like our our personal opinions. We could go top five or we could go top ten. It's up to you guys. All right, I'm gonna go with. Give us Steph. the four guys outside of Steph, Clay, Ray, Reggie, Bird, and Corbett. Give us four guys outside of that. Um, Dame. All right. I agree if you Nash. Dirk. Dirk. And you you said Kyle Corbett. You already said Kyle Corbett. Um, and I, I'm sorry, Storyakovich was, was lethal. I'm going to put Storyakovich in there. I'm mad at it. I remember Dallas Mavericks versus LA Lakers Western Conference semifinals game four. Terry and, and Stoyakovich going off from from behind the arc in the first half. Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, oh my god! Who'd you forget? I I just saw someone on the list that I can't believe we didn't talk about. Jamal Crawford. 
Oh, Mr. Four Point Play. See, I'm seeing Mr. Four Point Play. You're telling you, right? We're talking about dudes doing it off the dribble. He's also ninth all time in threes made. Like, yeah, now that's a beast. Played a long time. I don't know why, but he's just off outside my top 10. I don't know why, but he just would be. Yeah, he probably is outside of mine too. So for my four other guys, I'm going to go Dirk, Steve, Steve Nash. I'm going to go Dame for that last spot. Damn, I don't really, I don't know. I, I might. Shooters, 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 shooters. Damn, I don't know if I have a 10. Keep it a buck. Yeah, we'll definitely revisit this for sure. For sure. I might go Mm. Paul Pierce just off. I don't know who else to pick. That's that's a Boston bias. Yeah, I'm going to just quickly say mine. For me, it will be Dame for sure. I need him in there. Um, I want Harden in there. I would say it. I'm going to say Steve Nash. I'm going to get Steve Nash in there. And then the last person I, I need Durant in there for sure. Those would be my four. JB? I'm going to have to – oh, we're going top five, right? Yeah. Or the, or the it, next five after. He's like the four, four remaining out of, like, the, you know, like the, the definites, like Steph, Ray Allen, Reggie's in there, Clay's in there automatically, and Larry. I'm going to have to go with Durant. I'm going to have to go with Durant. I will go with Damian Lillard. I will go with Damian Lillard. Did anyone is, – is Clay Thompson in there? Yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Okay, then Clay Thompson's is already in there. Oh, oh this is actually kind of tough. I'm also gonna have to go with how many options do I have right now? Two more. I'm, I'm, wait, two more. I'll have two more. I'll go with I'll go off of Marvin. I'll give James Harden the benefit of the doubt. Oof. I'll go with I'll go with that one. And give me Chris Mullen. <laughs> give me give me Chris Mullen. I'll go with Chris Mullen for that one. There's some there's some more players that I've seen like with clutch outside shooting performances like Tim Hardaway too, but then again like he like he also definitely had a lot in his bag as well. Did I so, hear but, correctly uh, that you didn't put Steve Nash on your list? Yes, I did yeah, not Josh put is Steve Nash go on my list. Right. Moving on. all right let's get to it all right final topic here um we got and i'm definitely and i'm definitely definitely bringing up the footage josh the brooklyn nets are 10 and 1 in their last 11 games Mm -hmm. i remember a certain someone i just said his name but i also remember another certain someone agreeing with him that the Brooklyn Nets were not going to make the playoffs. I might have. <laughs> I stood alone. I stood alone. Keep in mind, this is this is when Steve Nash got fired. I think this was like the uh, third episode of the season. Steve Nash got fired. It, it, it was. It was way wasn't, after that. It was way way after. It that. wasn't way after that, was it? Yeah, it was because we were talking about they were like eleventh place or something, and this was way more games after that. This was. We were talking about uh, who's going to make it out of the Heat. Ah, makes it look worse for you. Makes it makes it look worse for you. But y'all, right y'all dudes were like the Nets were not making the playoffs, and I said, and I said, and I stood alone, and I said, I I cannot see 
where there's a season where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on one team, I don't care how dysfunctional they were, do not make the playoffs. And look at them now. Defense better. Offense, 91 points against the Warriors in the first half. The G League Warriors, but that's still – Hey, hey, Draymond was playing. Jordan Poole was playing. Klay Thompson yeah. was playing. I don't want to hear Draymond gave him a whopping two points. I don't. Okay, Draymond <laughs> does that every other game. What do you mean? Draymond I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Man, this is this commentary. But anyways, right, the hammer without a nail. It's very... they're 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 sitting at fourth place in the East now. Like Josh said, they were they were eleventh during that the beginning of the season. What the hell? Whatever was going on. But now they're sitting at fourth place, fellas. How do we feel? Uh, the main thing I have to take away from this is that Kevin Durant is hooping. Like, yes, he gotta be an MVP candidate in my opinion. Like he is wilding. It, it is insane how good he's playing right now. Um, other than that, they haven't really beat any good teams like that. Uh, so I'm like, not. I gotta see you. Like last, uh, they lost the Celtics, ironically, and then they started really playing well. Um, so I gotta see them in a big game, see how they perform, stuff like that. But even then, like you don't want to be too premature. They still have the same issues to me. They're not beating, they're not beating uh, the Celtics. They're not beating the the Bucks, and they're very on the fence about beating the 76ers. Anybody else? I feel like they could beat, but they're a second round exit still, in my opinion. So, not much has really changed outside of the fact that Kevin Durant is just playing out of his mind. Like he's like I tweeted this the other day. He's out there hooping, and everybody else just collecting a check because. <laughs> That's what it was for a long time. Luckily, they have some guys who are starting to contribute a bit more now. So TJ Warren came back. He's he's not he's not going bubble crazy, but yeah. So they, they have a little bit more depth. Average player right now. Yeah, as well. As I, I, Marvin, I before you go, Marvin, Marvin, before, Marvin, before you go. I remember last week we talked about Jason Tatum versus Kevin Durant. Yeah, and you were. Saying, I'm I'm only bringing this up because there's something that you use. I'm still not agreeing with what with why you use this about like team winning. Now look at Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, no now now he's more valid. He now he's more valid. So do you, you, know so do you mean, take so do you more. take back do you take back Jason Tatum being being better than Kevin Durant? Season's not over yet. We're not even halfway. I'm talking about season. I'm talking about right now. Season could end too. I'm talking about right now. Season's not over yet. I know, Marvin. Like, what are you yet. talking about? I'm talking about right now. See, all right, all right. if I'm talking about right now, the Celtics are kind of on a li- um a mini slump, and the oh, Nets are kind I of on a rise. Because I don't you like the team thing. No, but that but that's the whole thing. Now the Celtics still have a slightly better record. What do you mean slightly? It's not slightly. They, have much they also better. have a much better team. Like, they're just better. They're a better team. Yeah, no, they're definitely better. Regardless right now, it, if I if I had to say it, obviously, like, I'd give, like, Durant the slight edge right now just because he's, like, carrying his team a little more. And I think the Nets are overachieving um, as opposed to the Celtics who are doing what they're supposed to be doing. But this is one of those things where we're going to know once the season's over because these guys are literally competing for the MVP right now. You know what I mean? Like they're literally fighting right now and they're two of the top best um, small fours we're seeing in the league. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. Um, But yeah, definitely I would say Duran has got gone up since 
well, his team has gone up. He's always been playing good, but now it's like it speaks to him more. You know what I mean? It makes him it makes him more valid the fact that the Nets are actually winning games. You know what I mean? It's not empty stats. But um, back to what I was gonna say about the whole thing that's happening. Part of the reason I think that they're starting to dominate, I I obviously Durant's doing his thing. Durant's on fire right now, but Kyrie Irving has been balling. Now, when I say he's been balling. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna just mention the his stats. His the last game he played, December 18, he had 38 points. The game before that, December 16 against the Raptors, 32. Before that against the Wizard, he had 24. Before that against the Hawks, he had 33. Against the Hornets, he had 33. He's been on a tear lately, and the fact that Durant and Kyrie are feeding off of each other, it's still it's kind of um, hiding the fact that. Simmons is still averaging only eight points per game and isn't really as effective as you would expect him to be. Or some people just didn't expect him to be that effective in the first place. Now, I was saying back before um, that Simmons is the X factor and he's really important and they're only going to go as far as he really takes them because they need him to really step up to another level. I'm going to start to take that back because apparently they can do it without him really being that much of a factor. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take back what I said before. I don't do this very often. Um, but what the Nets are doing right now, they're starting to get a groove. Obviously, um, what is it? That one kid, um, what is his name? Watanabe, the dude who's making all the threes. He's on fire right Watanabe. now. Yep. He's, he's balling. He's balling. Like he's making threes left and right, left and right. Lakers like, need him. <laughs> nah, Lakers really need him. I would if I were the Lakers, I'd trade for him yesterday. Like, like they would need a person like that. But the Nets are looking really good. I would argue that they're the third best team in the East right now. I would say definitely behind the Celtics and Bucks. Yeah. Right now I put them over Philly. I put him over Philly right now. You, I like you stand, him more you stand on that? Right now, I like him more than Philly. Damn, moment, another episode, another crazy Marvin T. <laughs> at this moment, I'll put him over Philly. But that is me. I don't know if niggas agree with me. I don't think it's that crazy. Bro, you're, you're like Stephen A. Smith on first take, bro. Your list is fluid. I don't, I don't really like Philly. I don't really like Philly too much either, to be quite frank. Like, but I don't think I don't think I don't think the Nets are better than Philly. They're trending up. Philly is. I mean, they got a better record, so yeah. yeah. I don't really know that. Yeah, but that James Harden, James Harden was also out for a whole month and a half, or a whole month, or however long. It's not like they were winning at a super high clip when he was the beginning of the season. I still think that team, they got to figure out how they're going to play together too. They got a, they got a lot to improve on. All right, all right. JB, go ahead. What I think right now about the Brooklyn Nets, number one, is is that starting off, they didn't have a lot of respect for Steve Nash. So, so they, so they took it. So they threw him out, out the back door. Now John he matched off that top ten list just because of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel bad for Steve Dash. The, the Warriors need a, a better defensive coach. I hope he knows some defensive schemes, and that's why the Warriors and that's why the Nets trounced uh, the Warriors last night. They, uh, the Warriors had bad defense, and the Nets scored ninety-one points in the first half. So, so that was bad. And Warriors have given up over a hundred points in every single game this this season. Anyways, back to the Brooklyn Nets. Watanabe and Seth Curry, the, the, the Nets have a, have a pretty solid bench. And Kyrie Irving going off of, I believe it was Marvin, going off of what Marvin said, Kyrie Irving, him balling out, uh, has definitely helped out as well, especially with the team cohesion or them able to get these wins as of late. 
and Kevin Durant, he's playing off, he's playing on another level. Uh, they, he's averaging 30 points per game. Jason Tatum is averaging 30 points per game. So Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum, they could be going back and forth in the Eastern Conference about who's going to be who's going to be the MVP as long as both teams keep it up. And the Nets are going to be going up against the Cavaliers. That, and we can't forget about the Cavaliers because they're they're over 500 and they have Donovan Mitchell. And plus uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is coming up in the, in the schedule. So we're going to have to see what the Nets are going to do against the, both those teams, especially Milwaukee, because don't forget, Milwaukee took them out in, in the Eastern Conference semifinal. Conference semifinals. 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 Semifinals in 2021 as well. KD's, but yeah. KD's foot was on the line. Yeah. But also, Cam, but Cam Thomas and the, and the Nets bench has really turned up for them. And it, and plus, their scoring has also been able to, as you pointed out, Luke, has been able to, in a way, as also gets rid of the, the narrative of how Ben Simmons is getting paid max money and also needs to find a way to score. It, it can mask it as well, too. If, if Seth Curry, Patty Mills, Watsonabe are putting up, like, maybe – 30-something, 40-something combined off the bench, too. That certainly helps. But one thing that I think that, that the Nets need is that they need to find another big man to go along with Nick, uh, Nick Claxton as well down low. I've been saying that. So I'm so if I, so if I were Sean Marks in, in the Brooklyn Nets, I would look at options like a JaVale McGee, too. Someone that someone that, that's long that could uh, – someone that's long, tall. Could, could dunk. shots, get rebounds. Block shots as well, too. But I think that the Nets – by the end of the season, I say that they're going to finish as a fourth or the fifth seed for some reason. Not, I don't Knicks think. I, I don't think. I don't think top three. Are you Knicks or? Because um, I know you're from New York. Are you Knicks or? I'm, Nets? A, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, I respect it. How, how do you think um, about Spike Lee? <laughs> I think Spike Lee is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know that he's happy, right? I know that he's happy right now because both. Well, I mean, because the Knicks are playing well, but hey, both New York teams have been playing well as of late. But, sure, sure, sure. but, but I, but we can't. But I mean, I mean, the Knicks compared to to the Nets, Julius Randle versus Kevin Durant. I mean, like, come on, who would I rather have on my team? Yeah, obviously Julius Randle. No, oh my, oh my god! The Knicks have been hooping lately, though. Don't sleep. The Knicks have been hooping. The Knicks have been hooping, but nope. the Nets. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, what are you gonna say, Josh? I was just gonna run down their their last like eleven games that they that they went ten and one in. Like they beat one team who was at five hundred, and that's the Pacers. Like. Uh, but let's but let's keep it a bug. They're beating right. who they're supposed to beat. I guess, but these are also some super close games, which I is impressive on one hand that they keep winning these close right. games, but also not like Pistons, Toronto, Wizards, Pacers, Hawks, Hornets. They lost to the Celtics, Raptors again, Wizards again, Magic, Trailblazers. They beat Pacers, Toronto, Tor- Toronto again, lost to the Seventy Sixers. So. I got to see them. I, I need to see a bit more competitive fervor against some of the better teams. You know what I mean? They don't I'm seem to be really hanging in there with the good teams. I and think they got to be that, blowing out these bad teams. Give me having three-point games with the Magic. <laughs> I agree with Josh on that take. And that's why I think this uh, – I'm saying like this Friday, well, tomorrow, they're going to be going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. And on Monday, they're going to be going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. especially especially against the Bucs at home, Giannis going up against Kevin Durant. That, that is – uh, that to me is really 
something to look at is, especially with how the Nets have been playing as of late, how will Kevin Durant uh, manage or lead the team going up against Milwaukee? That's, to me, that's a really, like, that's really, like, probably the game of the week at this point right now. Sure. Hey, the Bucks, the Bucks are coming for the Celtics fan. The Bucks are coming into Boston, too. So, I think, I believe that's on Sunday. I could, I could be mistaken, but Sunday or Monday. I mean, that, that makes sense for a Christmas Day game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we all playing the Bucks on Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's big. The Bucks overtook us too in the standings. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've been losing to teams know. like the Magic. Yeah, we're on a, a three-game losing streak. <laughs> so that's that's crazy. But no, no joke. Like you just said, the Magic. Don't sleep on the Magic. I'm sleeping. I am. I'm 100 percent sleeping. Yo, what are you talking yo, about? I'm in a Paolo, coma. Bobo, they'll give you buckets. I don't, I don't give a damn. I hate this Bobo talk. The nigga averages 12 points a game, and niggas Tra- acting like he's Tra- having Like I don't want to hear they're hooping anymore, bro. No, they're not, Marvin. They're literally 10 and 22. Like, what are you talking about? They beat the Celtics, so they're hooping. Like, nah, nah. Give credit where credit is no. due. Those young boys are coming. They're not coming this year, but they're coming. I don't give a damn. This yeah, ain't the end. Might... And in the long run, I think that over the next two, maybe two and a half seasons, I still think that. I mean, I would still take the Boston Celtics over over the Orlando Magic, but For looking at the numbers for the next five years. Over the next five, Six, seven, I, if, if they if Orlando finds a way to stick with, I mean, to keep Paolo Boncaro, Franz Wagner, uh, Marvin, Wendell take Carter. Take that smile off your face, bro. Me? No, Mar- Marvin. No, no, because I'm I'm looking at the stacked ass lineup, and I don't know, man. I don't I don't know, man. Uh, they got a lot of young guns. They got Markel Fultz. They got Cole Anthony. They got Jalen Suggs. I don't know, man. You have to name a player that I feel like is ever going to make an All Star team. Uh, Paulo is, yeah. And no, don't it sleep. Really don't sleep on Bobo. I'm sleeping. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. He might get it one day. Well, remember when he was turning up in the bubble? T- no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember that. Of course, I remember that. I'm a fan. <laughs> who else am I going? Who else? Who else am I going to be afraid of? Terrence Ross. Franz Wagner is kind of yo. He's balling. Underrated. Wagner, one of the best defenders in the league too. He's one of the best. Like uh, I don't want to hear this, bro. So I'm I'm Holy telling you, don't sleep on the magic. Bro, I am sleeping two, on the magic. Two years from now, we're gonna revisit. You see me on it? Two years uh, from now, we're gonna revisit it, and then we're gonna and I'm gonna have you guys do um a flashback, and then we're gonna talk about how I believed in the magic. You feel me? Ancaro and Wagner could be the next like JT and JB. I could see that easily. Mm. Like, them guys could really play. I really don't. Want but and I'm saying, don't sleep on Cole Anthony. Don't sleep on that man. I'm not sleep. See, Cole Anthony is the only person I like on that team. I don't like. I I he wouldn't be starting if Jalen Suggs wasn't hurt. Uh, he started. What do you mean he started you last year? Him, you you could slide Jalen into the shooting guard, though. You know what I mean? You wasn't could slide this year. Yes, he was starting this year until Marco Fultz came back. No, he wasn't starting until Jalen Suggs got hurt. Jalen Suggs was starting for them. Jalen Suggs got hurt, and then Cole started, and then Cole started starting. Oh, Luke, Marvin, Josh, I, I, I have to switch something on this. I think that the Brooklyn Nets will actually finish as a, as the number three seed, not four or five, mm. okay. because because I th- I still think that they'll be better than Cleveland at the end of, at the end of the season. I don't th- I think that they're still better than than the Seventy Sixers. And one team that is actually not 
playing up to their standards that like compared to what a lot of other people would have thought is a Miami Heat too. So that's another team that has dropped very far down in the Eastern Conference. So that's why I have to put the Nets up even more. I honestly I forgot that they even existed at this point. They're they're five hundred now. They're starting to play better. They're seven but yeah they definitely no, that's are. a good point. Those are good points. Definitely yeah. But, um all right boys let's wrap this thing up. We'll do that thing you do. We'll do that thing you do. <laughs> Now, guys, this was another great episode of the Audacity Podcast. JB, can't thank you enough for being on here, being a guest. Um, anything you want to plug into what, you, what you're doing down there in Texas? You want to plug in some stuff? Uh, these days, well, I'm actually working a little bit more on the news side as of right now. So, that, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, I have a cool story coming out tomorrow. When is this podcast going, going to be coming up? I mean, uh, uploaded? Probably after the weekend. Yeah. Okay, probably after the weekend. I got a. Uh, did anyone see uh, Houston versus uh, Kansas City this past weekend? Oh, that's dope. Oh, did yeah. I see it? Oh, I thought you said you were going to. No, 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 no. Did you see the Did you see the game? No. So when Mahomes rushed for the touchdown, he 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 goes into the end zone. He gives the ball to this to this kid that that lives in West Texas. So it was uh. Tuesday, got an email from the kid's dad. He wanted uh, some coverage about it. I got to go out to to Cahoma, Texas, and I got to to meet the kid, see the ball, did a, and I got a story coming out about it tomorrow. So, oh, wow, that's dope. Right. Yeah, we'll be we'll be sure, sure. to post that. Yeah, send yeah. us the link when that comes out. Sure. Yeah, but but yeah, man, just you know, I'm just I've just been trying to you know figure it out. I know you guys had Scooby McGay's on, on, on his podcast as well, too. So let's chat. So I had to give him a, a pretty big shout out because he's always been giving me advice and I hope you guys just keep on going on with this. And, and, and you know, the more repetitions that you go on with it, the better off you guys are going to be and you guys are going to understand more and learn more. So I appreciate you guys having me and um, Luke, Marvin, Josh, any, if you guys ever want to, want to want to know anything i mean feel free to reach out to me if you know for anything for sure for sure thank appreciate you bro. appreciate that appreciate yeah much no problem i appreciate you guys thank you no problem thank you for being thank here you. no problem i right, hope you have a great uh rest of your weekend happy holidays merry christmas if you celebrate it um happy Yo, new year all like share stuff. subscribe all that good shit all that good stuff tell your mommy tell your aunties tell your uncles happy kwanzaa <laughs> happy kwanzaa peace thank you